Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us create spiritual moments in our otherwise busy lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. So this week, if you're following the study plan of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we are supposed to jump headfirst into what we in the church affectionately refer to as, quote, the Isaiah chapters. For those of you who may not be as familiar with the Book of Mormon, we're currently in the year 560 BC, more or less. Nephi, who brought with him from Jerusalem some of the writings that we would consider part of the Old Testament, uses the next 13 chapters to write down some of the prophecies of Isaiah, who lived prior to the time Nephi's family left Jerusalem. Now, the running joke in our church is that no one can really understand Isaiah very well. And so most of us, most of the time, kind of gloss over these chapters as we're studying the Book of Mormon. And, as if Isaiah isn't hard enough to understand, we have 15 chapters assigned this week as part of the Come Follow Me study curriculum. So, we don't really stand a chance. In case you're planning on just throwing in the towel this week and taking a break until we get to next week's scriptures, I'm going to use this episode to give you the five-minute version of the Isaiah chapters. Or in other words, I'm going to read the only scriptures that I've managed to understand and find meaningful in these 13 chapters of the Book of Mormon. Hopefully you and I will both be inspired to dig in and study more, but if not, well, who's going to know? Before we get into Isaiah, though, let's first get some background info from Nephi. In 2 Nephi chapter 11, Nephi explains why he's about to start etching some of the words of Isaiah onto his metal plates. Quote, and now I, Nephi, write more of the words of Isaiah, for my soul delighteth in his words, for I will liken his words unto my people, and I will send them forth unto all my children, for he verily saw my Redeemer, even as I have seen him. And now I write some of the words of Isaiah, that whoso of my people shall see these words may lift up their hearts and rejoice for all men." Now these are the words, and ye may liken them unto you and unto all men. End quote. According to Nephi, the words of Isaiah have value for us because Isaiah saw the Redeemer, or Jesus Christ. And if we understand these words of Isaiah, we should be able to lift up our hearts and rejoice for all men. Well, then Nephi proceeds to write down about 15 pages of Isaiah's words. Now keep in mind, that Nephi is etching these words onto thin metal sheets that he has crafted, so his words per minute writing speed is probably pretty slow. So after spending what must have taken hours and hours to complete, Nephi changes his story a bit in chapter 25. Quote, Now I, Nephi, do speak somewhat concerning the words which I have written, which have been spoken by the mouth of Isaiah. For behold, Isaiah spake many things which were hard for many of my people to understand, for they know not concerning the manner of prophesying among the Jews. End quote. Okay, so we can feel better. We're not the only ones that have a hard time understanding Isaiah. Nephi's people couldn't either. And it's because most of us are not familiar with the manner of prophesying among the Jews. Quote, Yea, and my soul delighteth in the words of Isaiah. For I came out from Jerusalem, and mine eyes hath beheld the things of the Jews. And I know that the Jews do understand the things of the prophets. And there is none other people that understand the things which were spoken unto the Jews like unto them, save it be that they are taught after the manner of the things of the Jews. End quote. 
So bottom line, unless you grew up learning the traditions of the Jews and understanding their manner of prophesying, you're probably not going to totally understand the words of Isaiah. So don't feel bad. That being said, there are some really cool scriptures hidden within these 13 chapters of the Book of Mormon. So allow me to share some of my favorites. I'm going to blend all of them together. So if anything stands out to you, you'll have to dig in and find it yourself. So here it is, the five-minute version of the Isaiah chapters. Quote, And it shall come to pass in the last days, when the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains, and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow into it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. O house of Jacob, come ye, and let us walk in the light of the Lord. Yea, come, for ye have all gone astray, every one to his wicked ways. Woe unto them that call evil good, and good evil, that put darkness for light, and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. Woe unto the wise in their own eyes, and prudent in their own sight, Woe unto the mighty to drink wine, and men of strength to mingle strong drink, who justify the wicked for reward, and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive, and shall bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil, and to choose the good." The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor, and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth." And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breadth of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall give thee rest from thy sorrow and from thy fear, and from the hard bondage wherein thou wast made to serve. End quote. 
Well, thank you for listening to my Isaiah highlight reel. While most of us may not have the time or diligence to really dig in and try to understand all the words of Isaiah, I do know that he was prophesying about our Savior, Jesus Christ. And so that makes his words valuable to me. And I hope that you and I will continue to let the words of Isaiah and all the other prophets help us to follow Jesus today and each day. Thanks for joining me today, and I'll see you next time.